This program is part of Film Geek Radio. Visit filmgeekradio.com for more great shows. Hey movie addicts, welcome to Cinema Fix, your stop for the purest, highest quality movie reviews on the block. I'm Andrew Johnson, and I'm joined today by my fellow dealer, Monica Castillo. Hello, Andrew. Monica, are you alive? I am. We are recording this on Monday, April 15th. Monica, you're in Boston. We've all been watching the news and seeing the, 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 the horrible things that have happened. I'm glad that you are okay. Yes, I, I am glad too. I get to live another day to complain about publicists. Yes, and to potentially complain about movies, depending on what you thought of uh, the film we're, we're going to be talking about. Uh, this is episode number 45 of Cinema Fix, focused on the movie 42. If you're new to the show, basically, this is the program on Film Geek Radio focused on in-depth discussion of mainstream blockbuster films. We are here to satisfy your addiction to quality conversation about the movies, and each week we release an episode in two parts. The first part, which you're listening to right now, is a 10-minute long spoiler-free review of the film. That way you can get an idea of what we thought about it and whether or not it's worth your time to check out. The second part is a much more in-depth analytical discussion that does contain spoilers, so if you've seen the film and you would appreciate that type of conversation about what works and what doesn't, definitely listen to part two. We are privileged to be joined by a special guest today. He is from the Geek Scholars podcast, and he is quite literally the foxiest guest we have ever had on the program. Fox Troilo, how are you doing? Thank you. I'm doing great. I pleasure to be on the show, guys. I'm a big fan of what you guys do, so I'm happy to join the conversation today. Did I pronounce that right? Is it is it Troilo? It is, although we don't use my last name. Okay. <laughs> just Fox. Just Fox. It is. No, it's just Fox. Okay. Sorry. Revealed <laughs> it. Your secret identity is is now Probably out nice. there. Yeah. You gave out half of Clark Kent's name. <laughs> I know. You don't want to do that. Oh, man. Now I can't wear the cape around and no one knows who I am. I've put on the glasses. I just disappear. <laughs> All right. This week's movie we're going to be talking about is 42. Monica, why don't you give our listeners a little information about the movie? Is this a Douglas Adams biopic? <laughs> it is unfortunately not a Douglas Adams biopic, Sads, but it was written and directed by Brian Helgland. Sure. Let's go with that pronunciation. Okay. Nope, it's wrong. Anyways, he's the director of uh, Night's Tale. <laughs> and uh, the movie is about the general manager of the Brooklyn Dollagers, Branch Rickey, who's played by Harrison Ford, who signs a then-unknown Jackie Robinson, played by Chadwick Boseman, to the team. Robinson is the first non-white player to play in the major leagues, and he encounters an awesome lot of racism. It's <laughs> <laughs> putting it mildly. Will he persevere? Will there be an inspirational musical score? Will he change the game forever? If you answer no to any of these questions, you either don't watch a lot of movies or don't know much about history. <laughs> Here's a clip. People aren't going to like this. They're going to do anything to get you to react. Echo a curse with a curse and they'll, they'll hear only yours. Follow a blow with a blow and they'll say the Negro lost his temper. Your enemy will be out in force and you cannot meet him on his own low ground. We win with hitting, running, fielding. Only that. 
we win if the world is convinced of two things, that you are a fine gentleman and a great baseball player. This is part one of our episode on the film 42, so we're just going to take 10 minutes to give some general thoughts on the movie. I'm starting the clock now. Fox, yes. let me start with you. You're located in Bloomingfield, Indiana, Bloomington, right? Indiana, but I understand we are in the middle of a cornfield. It's easy to get too confused. Are there black people where you are? Like, when you watched this movie, was this was, was this new wow. to you? Uh, yes, there are there are many black people in Bloomington, <laughs> Indiana. It's a pretty racially diverse area, to be perfectly honest with you, given the university okay. is there. I, I, I heard you were, like, in the middle of a cornfield. No, well, you have to understand, I'm at Indiana University, which is the hubbub of, you know, all different kinds of ethnicities and cultures, and so we actually have a, a very diverse population here. Good to know. Bustin' stereotypes. What? Man, now my now I feel like that was a really lame joke. Okay. <laughs> that's that's your second one. The other one was when you couldn't pronounce the RZA. <laughs> <laughs> You're never going to let me forget that. Okay. <laughs> Well, Fox, what did what did you think of 42? I was a big fan. There have been a lot of baseball movies that have come out, you know, they, they intermittently over the past two decades or so. I think this is a really strong one. I think fans of baseball, the game, and historians of the game are both really going to enjoy this. I think it portrays Jackie Robinson in a very holistic sense, but only gives you a little bit of a snapshot of his life. I was a big fan of everything that happened in this movie. Monica, do you agree? Halfsies. Um, Halfsies are. Mostly because I do, I do harbor some resentment against sports movies because they tend to follow a very strict script in that there's always this super inspirational music and there's always this moment of breakthrough that happens. And of course, they always win the last game at the end. It's kind of syrupy and it's been going on for so long that I just feel like another one is almost redundant, but I understand that it's been a while since we had a Jackie Robinson story. So you're kind of in the middle? Yeah, like I, I understand like the concept of sports movies and why people are attracted to them because it's the underdog that wins and all that kind of stuff, but it does it never surprises me. I think the last time a sports movie surprised me was Goon. Hmm. Okay. It has to be something, like, different. <laughs> but this is history, right? It is history, yeah. I hate to be the bad guy here, but I, I was not a fan of this movie. Mm-hmm. Is that why you wrote your intro? Like, will he persevere? Yes. Will there be an inspirational music score? Yes. Okay. I will say this about the film. I think Chadwick Boseman gives a really strong performance as Jackie Robinson. Mm-hmm. I think Harrison Ford gives one of the best performances I've seen him give in a very long Agreed. time. I think the directing is competent. (laughs) (laughs) The problem is the script here. There is nothing here that we have not seen a million times before. Let me put it this way. If you watch the trailer for this movie, you will be able to guess every single thing that happens. Mm-hmm. And and there are no surprises. There is nothing that I got out of this film that I couldn't get out of spending ten minutes on Wikipedia. It was it was just way too predictable. And I remember back in the early days of the show when I was first doing Cinema Fix. I remember we reviewed mm-hmm. Moneyball, and I was kind of mixed on Moneyball. I want to redo my review of Moneyball <laughs> because. <laughs> 
in retrospect, Moneyball is so much more interesting than, than, than a movie like this, just because, as you mentioned, Monica, sports movies tend to follow a formula. Yeah. And this is that formula it to a C. It every beat. Yes. If you have seen any movie about a, an, a baseball team or any movie about a black guy in a racist society learning to become accepted, mm-hmm. then you've seen this movie. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying there, Andrew. And I, I mean, I think it does follow the, the natural cadence of, of sports movies. But is that really a problem when we have a movie so steeped in history. You're right, it's predictable, but it's also, this happened, and you mentioned the script. A lot of the script, especially the the defining moments you talked about that were in the trailer, is in, I want the guts, I want to play with the guts not to fight back. Those sound bites actually happened. I mean, a lot of the script that was in that we see here were things that were actually said and things that were actually done. I mean, it's a shame that our society has had so many sports movies who have followed that sort of unfortunate, you know, pattern of over dramatic music and, and the underdog wins. But this is a true story. We we can't discount that, I think. I think we can't discount the fact that you're right, it it follows that that natural paradigm, but it's still it happened. Isn't that don't we have to give it some credibility for that? I I don't think so. And the slow motion does not naturally happen. No, it does. I run that way when I'm really trying to emphasize. <laughs> Monica, you and I have talked a lot on, on on the show about movies based on true stories and how do you adapt real life events and, and, mm-hmm. and stuff. And I don't think staying true to history is enough. You know, if, okay. if, if I if I if I only wanted the facts, like I said, you could just read Wikipedia. When I go to the movies, I want to see an interesting artistic take on mm. history. Also, I think his st- life story is pretty action-packed already. I mean, it's just the way you construct it. I, right. I think there's something, mm. there's a flaw in the just overall genre of sports movies that it's it's so used to being that high fructose corn syrup sort of thing that right. it's just practically not good for you. <laughs> and, 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 and let's remember, I mean, this is not the first movie to come out about black athletes who made a difference. I see what you're saying, Fox, about how, yes, it's based on a true story, but you can approach facts in different ways. I mean, I'm not going to deny that The Blind Side is based on a true story or The Help mm-hmm. is based on a true story. I still don't think that that's the best way to tell that story. In terms of the fact that it was, you thought it was too Hollywooded, you thought it was too sugary sweet? Some of that, and also some racial issues, which we'll probably get into in part two of this okay. interview. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I, I think we're seeing more and more now, Hollywood has this real tendency, whenever it's dealing directly with issues of race, to whitewash it a little bit. And <laughs> thankfully, it's not quite as bad in 42, but... I mean, if you look at The Help or The Blind Side, those were movies about race shown through the perspective of white people mm-hmm. and basically saying, look at how cool these white people were for helping out the poor black people, which I kind of have an issue with. Sure. Wait, are you saying is that the Branch Ricky storyline? To some extent, that is that is what Branch Ricky is Someone for. Someone else in my group also came out and said, wow, that was the help of this year. Right. To a certain extent, it's, it's, it, it is, hey... Look at how cool this Branch Ricky guy was for helping to uh, break the color barrier in baseball. There is a little bit more of an emphasis, though, 
on Jackie's side of the story. I agree. I actually thought it did a pretty good job of conveying Jackie's yeah. struggle. His and his, he always seemed to be in conflict of trying to hold back that anger and showed how difficult it was. And I admired that aspect of the character. The part where it was probably a little too much for me is when he Branch shows up after there's a scene where Robinson is taunted with the n-word and all of a sudden magical harrison ford branch ricky appears just in time to pull him together and i was like no i wanted him to come to that conclusion on his own i can understand that, that epiphany right i just it felt a little too perfect all of a sudden he's there in the hallway with him i'll concede that point yeah i agree with you fox i think one of the more interesting themes of the movie was that idea of how do we respond to insults? How do we respond to violence? Right. And how, you know, sometimes the bigger man is the one who doesn't fight back. Right. I did like that theme in the film, but overall I just didn't think enough was done with the character, with the story, or with some of those ideas that it touched on. So my thinking, my thinking about a movie like this is, did I, as a film goer, get to know what the movie set out to do. In my mind, the movie set out to teach me about what it was like to break the color barrier in baseball. It's not a complete biography of Jackie Robinson. We only get a little snapshot of his very interesting and complete life. But I feel like at the end of the, at the end of the day, while it was sugary sweet and it had some of the entertaining moments we come to expect from sports movies, I felt like I was able to to better understand, I will never fully understand, but better understand what it was like to go through what Jackie Robinson went through. I felt like I was able to step into his shoes during those couple of years, not his whole life, but I felt like I got a complete picture of who he was and what he felt to go through this remarkable thing. And I agree, it's very much Hollywood, and it's very big, and it's very, you know, it becomes a triumph of a movie. But that's who he was. He did so much for the sport and so much for civil rights. I'm okay with giving him the fanfare and giving him the 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 sort of the, the, the glossy, wonderful portrait of his life, at least for these couple of years. Okay. Would you recommend that people check out this movie. I personally would, and enthusiastically. I think it's something that a lot of people will enjoy, young and old, especially if you have any interest in history or baseball. Monica, what about you? You know, it's a movie to take the kids to, <laughs> teach them some history, Okay. maybe grow an appreciation for baseball so they don't complain about having to go to practice at Little League. I would just like to say that I went to this movie at 1 p.m. on a Monday and there were about 30 or 40 people in the theater, which surprised me. Apparently today was Jackie Robinson Day. Aww. So a lot of people went to see this movie. <laughs> and as far as I could see, none of them were black. And most of them were old and retired. And I think that if you are an old white person who likes movies about racism that aren't too challenging, you'll like this movie. Boom. And I, I know that sounds really harsh, but I just did not care for it. Tell us how you really feel. Go see something else. Wow. Not 42. All right. I think that'll wrap it up for part one of our episode on the film. Be sure to tune in for part two for a much more in-depth conversation about what works and what doesn't. And don't forget to tune in next week when we'll be discussing Oblivion. We'd love to get your feedback on the show. You can email us at cinemafix at filmgeekradio.com or comment on the website at filmgeekradio.com. 
You can also subscribe to the show through iTunes. So if you like this episode, please write us a review. That would really help us get the word out about the program. You can also donate to us through the website. We really appreciate your help. And don't forget to check out other great shows on Film Geek Radio, including The Thin Place. Fox, where can people find you online? Where can people find more of your work? We are at Geek Scholars Movie News at geekscholars.com. We're on Facebook. We're on iTunes. You can find us there. Monica, where can people find you online? People can find my stuff reposted on my Twitter at mcastingmovies. That's M-C-A-S-T-I movies. They can also find my work reposted on the Boston Online Film Critics Association website at bofca.com. You can find some of my writing at filmgeekradio.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at writerandrew. If you do follow me, be sure to send me a message and let me know you're a listener, and I will follow you back. That'll wrap it up for this episode. I'm Andrew Johnson. I'm Monica Castillo. And have fun this week getting high on cinema. This has been a Film Geek Radio production. Film Geek Radio! Yeah!